Are we ready? We're ready. Are we rolling? We're we ready. are rolling. We're ready and we're rolling. No, but we're not rocking. Oh, okay. Hey everyone! <laughs> Hi! Welcome for the first time or welcome back to Soul of a Gamer. I am Scott Nell. And I'm Steve McGee. No, he's not. Yes, I am. I don't think you said that right. Steven McGee. I think you just did it wrong. How did I do my name wrong? I, I don't know, but you just can you redo it? Steven McGee. No, no, the whole thing. I'm Steven McGee. I hate it. Okay, well moving on. <laughs> you just hate me. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Uh, every week we come at you with the game that we play and we give you our little review of that game. Yes. And last week's game was... Wait, I know this one. You do. <laughs> I do. I know it, so... I know this one. It wasn't Split Second. No, it was Ori and the Blind Yes. <laughs> also, uh, <laughs> one of my ago. buddies said that, uh, uh, Ori and the Blind Forward, the second game, all the issues we had in the first game, they fixed in the second one. Yeah, I heard so, the second one was better too. My so wife also said that. Maybe that's one of the future games we put on the list at some point. Because I was of, actually thinking if we get enough people doing this, because we talked about possibly doing bonus episodes yeah. in the future, we could have our bonus episodes be either sequels or DLC. True, true, true. Uh, only if the DLC is like an additional game. Yeah. Some DLC is like lame and like two hours long DLC. You did. But I mean, we could have like a. 30 minute little bonus Not episode true, on that. True. But yeah. Uh, th- this week's game is. <laughs> dream Daddy. Who's your dream daddy? Dream. Yeah, the song actually was daddy. cool. See, this game did it perfect. Yes, it did. We'll talk about it in the Are We Jamming section, but they did a really good job. And I'm hoping you press the little stream button too. The stream button? Yeah, so at the beginning of the game, it opens up a little box that says, Are you streaming? And if oh. you click it, it, it takes out all the content that. Yes. Can be considered illegal or whatever? Yes. Did you do that? No. Oh, you're going to love what happens when you do. Um, okay. <laughs> so I guess we're going to skip the first segment today. There's nothing on the box. There's no box. Yeah. The, the box doesn't exist in this game. Yeah, I think it was only a digital library. Yeah, well, that makes sense because Game Grumps is not like a, no. a full-fledged gaming so studio. With... For people who don't know who Game Grumps are, these are the producers of this game. And Game Grumps was one of the first popular Let's Play channels. Yeah. Uh, two guys who just play a bunch of video games. They actually are really hilarious. Yeah. They have one of my favorite videos of them is them playing, I think it was uh, Zelda Skyward Sword. And they're, uh, I think it was on the Wii U or something. And they were trying to take selfies while fighting Ganon. Oh, Because okay. <laughs> they had like this selfie mode in the game. And you could, uh, if you were like talking, the voice or like the mouth would move with the character. So you'd be like, oh! <laughs> and try to take pictures like that while That's Ganon's fine. behind him. That's good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this is not a full-fledged release game. It doesn't have the fan or the, the box art and all that stuff. I'm sure they didn't really care to do that. Probably not. Not with a digital release. So we're just going to go on to the next section. Are we damn I'm going to say yes. I definitely say yes. So, so the theme song, they did such a good job on it. It's actually pretty good. It's, it's so catchy. Yeah, it's very you catchy. Just, you just sway to it. So, and this is one of those games where they don't really have voice acting, but they have voice acting. Yes. So, like, what you're saying 
and what's being said to you isn't being said by the character, but they'll say little things like, oh my god, and did you really just do that? Like, stuff like that, which I thought or was a little certain cool. certain gas or yeah. size, yeah. or like, especially with Amanda, like, every time she got, like, embarrassed, I went, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. So, and that was cool, having those little, like, things in the background, not just the text speed or whatever you're yeah. looking at there. I thought that was really cool. Now, the one song that they did have, if you did the Matt uh, thing, is Pup. Who's yes. a real band? Yes. So Pup plays their song during the part where you're like, it's a little mini game. You're trying to get to the stage and trying to avoid being knocked off. But if you do the little streaming thing I was talking about at the beginning, uh, Pup's not playing. Oh. It's a song written by the maker, and he's like, we tried really hard to get you the song for Pup, but licensing sucks and stuff like that. It's really nice. funny. Like, it's just him on an acoustic guitar. And I thought that was way funnier than having the Pup song in there. All right, I'll just have to cut out the Pup song. I'll yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. But that one, that was so much fun. And you should look up the song he wrote. It is funny. It's okay. really I'll good. I'll definitely look that up. So they did two good songs for this. Like, Every game, that's what my expectation now is like, I just want that song in the game. You do. You want that one song that's just catchy as hell. Yeah. And this one had that for sure in spades. And like one of the things I got to say too is like just even the background music and noises and ambience and stuff, like it was so good. Doors will randomly slam. Like when Amanda, your daughter's running out of the house, a door slams and you're like, holy shit, that was loud. Holy (laughs) fuck. Yeah. They really did a good job with a lot of those different things. And I thought that was really cool. And if we're talking dialogue as well in the RB jamming section. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. hilarious. Oh, <laughs> oh so my good. God. The dad puns were on point. One of my favorite parts in the game is your dad comes back or the dad comes back from like a date or something or like, mm-hmm. I think it was the ice cream one. So you're, oh, okay. you go get ice cream because you have these random encounters that you get yeah. off to the side for messages. Uh, random encounters and your dad go gets ice cream and he comes back and Amanda's like dad I'm hungry and then she goes no and he goes hi hungry I'm dad and it's just like the best part of the game were the dad puns like they were so good they were so funny during the poker or during the barbecue when all the dads were all speaking in puns about Joseph's grilling yep that was all pretty good um there's just so many puns in this. Matt, all the stuff with coffee shop was all puns oh, for bands, which was actually pretty good. I was good. watching your video and it said uh you were wondering if some of the bands were all real bands. Yeah. They are. Yeah, yeah. And like the ice Tegan and Sarah drink that you got. So Tegan and Sarah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're gonna love who they are and what, what song they did. What what? Everything is awesome from the Lego movie. Oh, is that them? Okay. They do that with Lonely Island. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So, they did a lot of cool stuff. Like, Matt's a big... Uh, oh, yeah. We'll get into him in the story. Oh, yeah. Mode, but there's a lot of cool puns in there. The Honestly, the dialogue is all hilarious. There are points where you're just like, what the fuck am I looking at? Well, and there's some touching moments. There's some really good advice moments. Yeah. If, like, you choose the right options. Yeah. Um, the choices that you had were funny. Like, one of the first choices you make in the game... Um, your daughter's waking you up at the very beginning of the game, and we both made the same exact choice right at the beginning. It's uh, waking up, pre- pretending to be dead, yeah. or being like, five more minutes. <laughs> and we both chose pretend to be dead. Yep. And he goes right into, I roll out my tongue, and I lay my head tilted and flat, and then I sit there, I bequeath to you all of my belongings, <laughs> spread my ashes on the recliner. <laughs> and she's just like, Dad, this only worked on me when I was 12. <laughs> it's just like, it's so good. It's so much fun. Uh, but yeah, the dialogue in this game, on point. They did such a good job. I can't remember, one of the things was uh, when she's talking about Emma R., 
Oh, Emma R and Emma P. Emma P. I think it's Emma P. When she's talking about her, she's like, uh, uh, you remember who Emma P is, right? And it's like, is that the one who pooped in the bed? (laughs) (laughs) Who pooped her pants during the sleepover. (laughs) Uh, The one who threw the the flaming baseball. The police station. Just, or uh I don't remember the third one, but the, they were she funny. She kidnapped people's pets. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were funny. Like they were so funny. And then I said that one, and the police off, and the man is like, "Dad, that was you." And he's like, "Well, I didn't know the police station was there. <laughs> I wasn't trying to hit the police station. It just happened to be there." Yeah, that was just. Yeah, I remember you telling the police that. <laughs> yeah, one of the things you can do is Amanda ask you to put on pants, and you, you can say <laughs> "fuck authority." <laughs> yeah, it's like "fuck authority." I put on pants, oh. <laughs> which was funny because when I went to the party, Brian's like, yeah, Daisy forced me to put on my out of the house pants today. Yeah. And I was like, and I gave a glaring look to Amanda like, uh-huh. I don't know what that's like being forced to put on pants when you don't want to do that. See, and if you don't put on the pants, Amanda's like, uh, see, dad. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's okay if Brian wears cargo shorts, but if I do it, it's the end of the world. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. This game's dialogue was on point, It's guys. seriously, it's so funny. Yeah. And I know we've, Scott's already got a couple videos out, and I'm going to be putting for the video gameplay of this out. If you don't want to play it, just watch us play. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun game to play, and you can play it along with us. Actually, you can just watch us and not have any input on any of the decisions. If you want to. You can say what you would have decided, but we'll decide what we want to decide. True. (laughs) All right, well, I think that's it for dialogue. I think so. I think we're going to move on to... How does it play? So this game has a very interesting dynamic with how does it play. Most of the game is text-based, just talking and picking wording choices, and then you have some mini-games in the game. Now, and the first one they introduced made it seem like all the mini-games were going to be amazing. Yes. Like, because they did a Pokemon. They literally, (laughs) you're battling another dad, Brian, who's just a complete jackass. He was one of my (laughs) least favorite dads. Yeah. And uh, he sends out his himself well himself because you're basically battling with your daughter's accomplishments yes so you like it's a bragging pokemon battle with your daughters yeah and i love that there's an option because it gives you the full range of options like uh brag items um daughters and then run away yeah like you get the four options of pokemon and I love it that there's the daughter option. So I clicked on the daughter option and it's like, you only have one daughter. You can't switch your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And that mini game was a lot of fun. Like it was interesting that they did that. They could pull something so old into the game and then subsequent mini games, not great. I played them all. They're all I okay. I did play them all. But... Um, a couple of the ones you could whittle wood. That was with Robert's dates. You mm, Makes sense. Uh, God, what were the others? There's you... the... The one where you have to get through the crowd and find Matt. Okay, yeah, like... so that's the Matt date, yes. Uh, there's a few more. Man, I'm blanking on... Oh, mini golf. If you go on a date with Brian, you do like a little mini golf game. But it is oh, the most okay. fucked up. It's like this fast. Oh. And it's rotating back and forth, and you have like 10 seconds to throw like, the ball. I was like, mini golf sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, it was not fun, and it's all hole-in-one. You have to get a hole-in-one or you fail. Oh, jeez. On like 20 holes. So, That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, trivia. Trivia was actually fun with uh, Hugo. So if you do Hugo's second date, you get trivia with him, which is kind of like a mini game ish. Um, I'm trying to remember. There were a couple others, but 
They're not coming to mind. But there's a few, but all of them kind of got more and more lackluster as you went along. Yeah, I kind of so, noticed that. I don't know if they just put all of their eggs into that first basket and said, we're going to make this one the most fun minigame. And besides the first minigame, all the minigames were on the second date? No, first dates. No, well, they, it depends. Our first or second date. So Matt's was on his first. Yeah. Hugo's was on his second. Brian's was on his first. Uh, but you got two with Brian. Sorry, you had a fishing one, too. You played Bejeweled, oh, okay. basically. You know how you just oh, yeah, match yeah. up certain things in the, a row? Yeah, the three. Yeah, yeah, things. exactly. So that's uh, so each one had a different thing going on with their dates. Some of them didn't have mini games. I don't think uh, Damien or Craig had a mini game. I don't think so either. Associated with their dates, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and then... Fucking uh, Robert's only mini game was you literally whittle, oh, okay. and you can move it around, but there's no point. Oh, okay. And it's really weird. I yeah, I didn't weird. quite understand it, but it, yeah. Oh, there's also the piano mini game too. Yeah. So that's uh, so the but final one. Yeah, like, I think everyone dumb. had a final mini game. Yeah. The piano one wasn't really a mini game. It just wanted you to play bad. Yes. Like the whole point in that was to play bad to make Matt look great. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, the the game, the play style in this is mostly just point and click. You're playing, yeah. you're clicking, you're picking your your outcomes. You're trying your best to get the the answer that they want. Yeah, because you'll have different things that resonate with the characters. So if uh, Joseph says like, "How do you feel about God?" and you say, "Fuck God, I'm anarchy," he's not going to respond well to that because he's a uh, a youth minister. <laughs> if you tell him Asadiba Iboy, <laughs> yes, you you're you're <laughs> fucked. But like each character has an ideal thing and it might say I love God and that might be his ideal answer and you'll get a bunch of bonus points for that and that matters at the end of the game because at the end of the game you, the dad of your choice either will stay with you or leave you Yes. so it's that kind of thing uh, so yeah that's pretty much gameplay is pretty short in this one there's not yeah. a lot a lot of these dating simulator games um, I know we're going to be playing a few more of them for the channel and stuff there's not a lot of gameplay to them it's mainly just all the different like mini game kind of stuff yeah. we can do in it and as far as this one goes like the main mechanics of the gameplay are just fine for what it is yeah um, and if honestly, you're looking for the, a very action-packed controller heavy i gotta press a lot of buttons this is not, not the game for you but i mean this one has a lot of comedy and i think that really takes out a lot of the uh yes. need for a lot of gameplay yes i i definitely agree it, yeah. it fills the air with so much heart and comedy that it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> and honestly like the the uh, like serene moments those moments where you're just like I'm your dad I'm gonna mm -hmm. do this for you always like those are actually really sweet oh no and really them, cool and some of them I swear like on which you guys if you watch my videos you'll see there's some of the moments where I was like damn like I would give this exact same advice right? to my daughter like yeah. this is fucking beautiful I, like I wish someone would have said this to me when I was yeah. younger if I was a daughter I wish someone would have said this to <laughs> me too alright so on to the next segment it's story time let's get started all right, story time. So the story is very loose in this game. Yes. Because um, it depends on your decisions. Um, do we want to just stick with maybe like Matt's storyline? We can go into some of the dates for all of them. They're okay. not very long. We don't have to go into the nitty gritty about each one. We can just yeah. say what the dates are. Uh, to start out, you're moving across town. Yes. From one part of town to the other. Uh, you've been single for a little while, and this is up to you whether you were a gay parent adopted or a parent and your daughter was born. Yeah. Uh, probably doesn't even matter. Uh, either it just changes some of the things. Yeah, with the like dialogue, the, the, the the names, and yeah. like the pictures of the old. I didn't think it would stuff. even change uh, uh, your wife or uh, husband's name because it's Alex. 
Oh, it was Alex. So okay. I bet like uh, so either was, way, it's probably yeah, I was, Alex. I was a gay guy always. Okay, and we adopted. Okay, yeah, because I had a, a wife and yeah, and yeah. you actually had her. Yes, so so, uh, so it's both Alex. Like, I both figured Alex. Yeah. either way, it would be Alex because that's a, a gender neutral name. Yep. So yeah, you start out your wife slash husband is dead. Whoever you chose, you make a character and you're moving across town with your daughter. Yep, and, and she's 17 at the time, just turning or no, she just a, turned 18. She just turned 18, so she's an adult and she's a senior in high school about ready to graduate. Yeah. Uh I think this I it's so hard to tell. So time in this game's kind of wacky cuz each date so, like, with Damien, there's something that you do. You get this, like, little package at your door that you can bring to him. Okay. And I don't know if it inspires you to go, like, learn about other people because that just happens as random occurrences in the game. I never got a package for Damien. See, that's weird. I did. I got a package for Damien. I had to go over to his house, and you learned about him. He, like, does the insect thing where he posts insects on his wall. Oh, I did not yeah. know that. Because in the pack, there's a bunch of dead butterflies. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah. and then that inspired me to go on a date with him because I was like, oh, okay, this guy seems pretty cool, actually. And then you go into his house and he starts explaining, I actually post dead butterflies. You're like, you already fucking told me that. What are you talking about? So, time in this game is kind of wonky. So, things that are happening on the side, that those random yeah. chats that you get, aren't actually happening at the same time the dates are happening before or after. They're happening somewhere on their own little level. I could see that being a thing just because it was probably just coded that way in the yeah. chat system that it would always say those set things whenever you talk to each individual yeah. person or if you got like a certain order you did the dads in or whatever i'm not too sure but yeah. whatever they decided for that it, it just it made zero sense because just time wise you're like i'm gonna hang out with craig craig we already did this like 40 times <laughs> why are we fucking talking about it again right uh, Anyway, you move across town. Your daughter's in high school, about to graduate. Maybe maybe there's a year left. Maybe it's her last semester. I honestly don't know because they weren't very clear on that. Uh, it was and, her senior year. No, it's her senior year, but it's either the full year or one semester oh, or one week. That's true. Or one day. I guess it doesn't really. Also, you're never working. She's never in school. Like, literally, I went to the school one time. To After do, the school. Well, with yeah. Damien. Yeah. Because Damien's second or first date, you have to go to the school because Lucian was trying to put Ernest into a, a brick wall. Oh, weird. Was really interesting. It was called the Cast of uh, Montalato. It's a Edgar Allan Poe thing where okay. he gets a guy drunk, promises him good vintage wine, and puts him, like, buries him in, into his or brings him into his cellar and builds a brick wall around his drunk ass. Huh. And you know, Lucian was doing it to Ernest. And he's like, the fucker was sitting there for 20 minutes letting me. <laughs> the only time I ever went to the school was to meet Hugo. Yeah. During the parent-teacher conference. But you go to the school and your daughter's not there. And then you That's go weird. home and she's at home and you're like, it's the middle of the school day. <laughs> what the fuck? It's just such a weird thing. And that just shows you like time doesn't really exist in this world. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're, you meet, you go to the neighborhood, right? And I believe at this point is when you meet Brian. He's the first one you meet. Uh, not technically. I met Matt first. So it depends on which decision you pick to oh, do true. when you get to the That's house. Right. So you could go to the coffee shop right away. You could talk about the dogs in the yeah. park. Or you could start unpacking. Yeah. So you either meet uh, Matt or Brian, it sounds or like. Or Joseph. First. Oh, yeah, I guess unpack, true. then Joseph. So those up. three. Uh, by far, the coolest one out of those three is Matt. Oh, yeah. Because Joseph is a churchy piece of shit. And then Brian is just this one-upper, and he's like the worst kind of person. One-uppers are the worst kind of people. They're boring. And, yeah. yeah. And he's definitely like the least attractive in my opinion. Oh, you should have seen him with his shirt off. 
<laughs> you didn't get to see him with his shirt. Oh, yeah. These are all the daddies. Uh, 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 wait, no, that one. That one's Brian. No, wait, that one. Yeah, so Brian, then Hugo, then Matt, then Joseph, then Craig, then Damien, then Robert. Yeah. So uh, with Brian, he's just the one-upper. He's the one where you get the Pokemon game. So I would recommend doing that one first. Just I, I still got to do it anyways. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just fun to start the oh, game yeah. out like that. Like, that was actually a really cool thing to start the game out with. And then meeting Matt was cool because you get to see all these cool little puns on music people. And then going with Joseph, he just comes to your door and reminds you that your wife is dead. So fuck that guy. <laughs> like when you get to name the banana bread. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. That was fun. I did the grateful banana bread and you did the uh, the dead banana bread Kennedy or the banana yeah, bread yeah. Kennedys. Yeah, because the dead Kennedys are a great band. It's holiday in Cambodia. Yeah. It's a holiday oh, yeah. in Cambodia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, about that song. a little punk rock, rock band, band from the from the eighties or seventies, eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and this is where decisions are coming into play. So, at this point, you've met a couple of people, mm-hmm. and then you go to a barbecue and you meet kind of the rest. You do cut some things in between there. You go to the mall and you see Damien like yelling at someone at the. F- Greatest name for a fucking store. Uh, Dead Goth and Beyond. Yep. <laughs> it's just a great it's fucking Spencer's, name. It's Spencer's, basically. <laughs> and then, though, did you see what the record store's name was? Oh, I forgot what it was. Oh, Vin- it was Vinyl Fantasy. Vinyl Seven. Fantasy 7. Yeah. It was just so fucking funny. I'm like, this is great. This is fucking hilarious. I love all the names of all the shit yeah, they have. Yeah, they did this. so good on the names. So you, you do all this stuff. You go to a barbecue. You go like officially meet the dads. Yeah. I should say on the first night, uh, Robert is like an alcoholic kind of guy. He does proposition you. Yes. And you can say yes, and then he will never talk to you again throughout the game. If you do. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So if you say yes, he will never talk to you. If you say no, you have an option to go on your dates with him. And then he kind of like. Yeah. So the first first night you're there, uh, Amanda wants to have your your daughter wants to have a couple of her friends over and she wants you out it's of the house. Bitch friends. And yes, they are bitches. And uh, you go to the bar and watch the game. Um, when you first get there, this girl starts hitting on you immediately. Yeah. Um, you find out later that that's Joseph's alcoholic, alcoholic whore wife. Whore wife. That's Just what he whore. says. Yeah. <laughs> and she hits on you and wants you to buy her a drink and stuff. And then you get hit on by Robert. And then you are walking home because you both live really close yeah all these daddies live in the same cul-de-sac they're all single gay men except for joseph he's a married man but he's still Still gay in the cul-de-sac yes and he's still gay um which is interesting for a youth minister but yeah so when you get to around robert's place he's like so uh we gonna do this (laughs) yep and you if you say yes he will not date you anymore he will fuck you yeah. And you'll wake up in his place. But he will not date you anymore. So it's this whole, like, you lose out on the cool dates that you could get with yeah. him. Which they, they were actually, it was a really hard choice between Matt and him for me because Robert was so fucking Which, cool. And we'll get into this later, but Robert's dates are actually the most important for the secret story. Yeah. So uh, after this, you go to the barbecue, you meet all the dads. Like, officially, you get to know them. And then your daughter tells you about dad book. Yep. And dad book is like <laughs> Facebook, but for dads. My favorite is when Amanda messages you. She's just <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Posing as a dad. <laughs> hey, Amanda's dad. It's me, your old friend from college. It's so good to talk to you again. You should buy your daughter more things. Yeah. <laughs> just like the, so, Amanda, is this you? No, this is not me. I'm your friend from college. Don't you remember? <laughs> and, 
What did he say? He was like, uh, I barely passed college. No. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Don't remember that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. That, that whole conversation was fun. All of their bickering together yeah. was so good. So on dad book, each person has a three heart section. Each heart represents a date. Uh, each dad can have two dates before the final third date which ends the game and then you can start a new game to maybe do it over again or you can go from a load yeah so it saves right before that so you can go and do each dad ending uh i ended up doing the matt ending which was one of my favorites i think we'll start there you want to do the first date uh sure for matt for matt okay so matt's first date is uh oh this is the concert yeah so matt's first date um you go to the coffee shop and he tells you about this concert he's going to and then he asked if you want to go and you say you haven't been to a concert in like 20 years and then you're like wait no i went to one of those screaming boy band concerts that my daughter loved and he said his daughter did the same thing and so he offers to take you um you go and like scott said it's the band named pup pup it's a canadian punk rock anarchy band i think yes and then I listened to that song and it wasn't great. So I don't know. It was like was I wanted right. to hear it at the very least so I could like be supportive, but it wasn't amazing. No. Not as good as the one they uh, replaced it with. So. <laughs> yeah, sometimes way more fun. Yeah. Um, so you go there and you notice right away that Matt just knows everyone there. Pretty much everyone knows Matt. Everyone's talking to Matt, saying hi, shaking his hands. Uh, you meet Pablo there. Yep. Which is this kid that he's kind of always been around. Who's he's with. in witch house music. Yes. I don't know what that is. Still. The Vacant Veil. Vacant Veil. And he sells t-shirts and stuff for different bands. And um, you start eyeing some of the t-shirts. And Matt uh, brings you up to the stage. And then they're like, oh, opening tonight for Pup is this. I can't remember the, the name uh, of this band. Something Orchestra. The j- <sighs> it's a 17-piece band with... Oh, what was it? Man, I just saw it, too. Ah, it's a something-something-something orchestra, but it's, like, the shittiest fucking band in the world. Yes, they do, like, the dumbest shit. They don't even always play music. Like, sometimes they're just breaking shit or smacking each other. So the end of their show is the drummer strains his leg. Sprains his ankle. He sprains his ankle, and they have to carry him off stage, and Matt gives you earplugs because they're so bad. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty bad from what they play for you. Yeah. And there's sometimes someone gets on fire and sometimes like things get broken and it's just so stupid. Yeah. They're one of those local bands who are really like a lot of people like, I think. And that's why they get these cool shows. Uh, They're great for drunk concert venues, but they're not great for anything else. And it's only great because everyone's like, ah, look how fucking crazy these fuckers are. So then on this stage is where you get your second mini game kind of, you you get another mini game. You have to just stay on the stage and not get hit by people as well as you can while you're trying to make your way back to Matt. Yeah, so you have to walk through the crowd and you have to like move forward and I fell off the edge like almost immediately. Oh, I never fell off. I think there was 30 seconds left. I never found Matt until after the show. Oh, I found him during the show. Oh no, see I missed him. I I got him after the show. So yeah, if you complete the mini game then, um, you're like wandering around and you're like, "I, I can't find him, I can't find him. And then all of a sudden, someone grabs your hand. Yeah. And pulls you in. It's mad. <laughs> yeah, if you don't find, don't do the mini game. You uh, 
he still comes up to you. It doesn't lose you any points not to do that, obviously, because I got the good ending and you got the middle ending. Yeah, I got so, the middle ending, I think, because of what I did at the end. Yeah, so it really doesn't lose you points to lose Matt in that situation. I don't. It might get you more points to do it. I'm not too sure, but yeah. Uh, and then Matt takes you to a diner after that, I believe. Well, before that, um, at the end of the show, he says uh, he'd ask you to go stay outside. And he's like, I got to say goodbye to a bunch of people real quick. No. Oh. So he says goodbye. You wait outside the, the concert venue for a while. And then after like two minutes, he comes back out and he's got something behind his back. And he's like, I got you a present. Oh, he didn't do that for me. Oh. Because I didn't finish the minigame. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So this is the ending. To, if you get the good minigame, what you right. get. Um, you get the shirt from Pablo? Yes. Oh, okay. So the shirt that you're eyeing, yeah. he bought it for oh, you. Oh, that's cute. And I was like, that's so... F-. I Like, literally in my video, you'll see it. I was like, that's so cute. Like, yeah. ah, I'm falling for this guy already. This guy listens. He bought me something. Right. <laughs> he... So, yeah, after that, you go to a diner. You just talk about your daughters for a little while. Yeah. You talk about life. You find out Matt's really anxious around people. Doesn't really like to do stuff. He used to be in a band and stuff, and he tells you all about it and blah, 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 blah. Yep. Uh, that date's pretty much done after yeah. that. You walk him home. Nothing happened. No kissing outside the door. Nothing like that. No. You're just kind of hanging out for the first time, learning the yeah. ways. Uh, well, let's go through everyone's first date and then everyone's second date. You want to do it that way? Uh, do we want to go through everyone's or just like our favorite ones? Well, let's go through. I mean, like the dates are not long. Most of these dates are not like Matt's. They did not go on like that. Um, I didn't do everyone's first That's okay. second dates. I, so. I can let you know about some of everyone's like first dates. They're not crazy. A lot of them are really easy. How about we'll do everyone's first dates and then we'll do our favorite second dates. Okay. And then, uh, we'll just talk about Matt's final date. Okay. And so, maybe Joseph's because... Yeah, Joseph because it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go with Brian first. Brian, uh, his first day is mini golf. His daughter asked you to uh, go mini golf. Also, your daughter is really weird. They get along. She gets along with all these kids in the neighborhood and none of them are even close to her age. No. Not a single one. They're all 10 to 12. The closest one is Carbon Sita. Oh, and she's 12. And then uh, Lucian is her age, but they're not friends. Yeah. So it's, it's just strange. And also, it's up in the air how old any of these people are. They should all be in their 40s. Yeah, I would. I was guessing. Because like 40, he would have had her at 22. Yeah. The, all the other dads could be younger because all their kids are younger. Yeah, but it's like it's hard. Like Brian looks like he's over 40. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It, it, they're all between the ages of 35 and 45, probably. Yeah. So uh, Brian has a daughter, uh, Daisy. Yes. Uh, they want to go mini golfing for his first date, and you turn it into a competition. Oh. Whoever won the mini golf has to mow the loser's lawn. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, and then on the second date, they do this whole like whoever loses, they have to give something of value to the winner. Okay. And it's like a, a, a tree trimmer. And something else, uh, a handsaw. Oh, geez. So that's what they bet. But on the first one, they bet the mowing law, and you can beat them. Yeah. So and they can beat you. They beat me. Yeah. Uh, but you can beat them. Yeah. So you have different options there with Brian's first date. Not a lot happens. You know, Daisy and Amanda end up leaving because it's just a competition, and they can tell it's getting a little uncomfortable. Oh, okay. And uh, you go to a bar with them and get a fruity drink, and you know you just drink and talk, and you find out like, okay. oh yeah, he's actually a cool dude. So, but still, I didn't like him. I did not like Brian. No, he was not I didn't fun. Like him. Uh, Hugo's first date is kind of funny. He takes you. It's not really a date. Like his were chores. Oh, okay. So he makes you be a chaperone on a field trip. Oh. 
So you go to the aquarium and he kind of like shows you like you don't like fish and stuff and he shows you fish and this one girl steals a crab and puts it in her backpack. <laughs> And then she puts this other girl sneaks into the penguin enclosure and tries to steal the penguins. All right. So you have to stop them before anyone notices. And that, oh, that's the other mini game. You have to punch penguins back from the door. So you're just punching penguins back to keep them (laughs) out of the door. And you promise to give the girl $25 if she leaves the penguin enclosure. Yeah. She only have like 12 on you and you have to give her the rest later. Damn. It's really funny. (laughs) <laughs> but it's a chore, and Hugo wasn't fun to be around. Like, he no. was just very uh, articulate. He's like he's, a teacher. He's very hipster teacher yeah. vibes. Like, I'm that, I'm that cool teacher. I'm who's... a socio-cool guy who knows with a shit I'm a kid. socioeconomics literature teacher. And his kid's name is Ernest, and he's kind of a shitbag. He's like a sm- yeah, pot smoker. And... Named him after Ernest Hemingway. Yeah. Because his last name is Hemingway, I think. Yeah. Hugo Hemingway. Uh, yeah, it's it's just weird with him. But his first date was kind of okay. It was funny okay. because he's like, I'll distract them while you get the girl out of the penguin enclosure. And he's like, did you know that penguins, uh, contrary to popular beliefs, are birds? <laughs> like, that was a little funny. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So he was trying to do that. We talked about Matt's first date. Joseph's first date is lame. It's a bake sale. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're like... You're sitting there. You go to his house. His kids are fucking creepy as shit. They are creepy as shit. He's got four kids, I think. Yeah, four kids. Twins. The twins are like the shining twins. Yeah. Fucking just. Oh, I'm like, are you going to say them? No. So, the the whole point is you tell them during that date, it's like, can you say this? And it's a line from The Shining, and they both say it in unison. And the dad's like, don't fucking get him started. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. That's awesome. So Joseph asks you to help him with the bake sale. You help him make brownies. And then you go there. And I don't remember if I said this on camera or off camera. I think it was off camera. But the, you can lie. Matt comes oh. up and tries to buy a brownie with Carmencita. And uh, uh, you, he's like, oh, is this your own recipe? And you lie. You can either say it's from the box, uh, we winged it, or it's my great grandmama's recipe or <laughs> na- Nana's. I think it's N O N N A. Okay. And if you say that, you take out this whole tale about your Nana, like making brownies that everyone would come and get. And then fucking Joseph is just like, ugh, lying is a cardinal sin. <laughs> and he was like, okay, oh fuck you. Yeah, I was just playing, dude. Yeah, his first date, his second date's funny because he, you go to a dance and on the the poster. He had Ernest write his poster, and Jesus is uh, coming. Oh, okay. But he spelt it C U M. Oh, I saw that. I did yeah. see that actually. So it's uh, <laughs> it was so funny. So you change it to calming. You, yeah. You kind of make the U and A and put an L in there. So Jesus is calming. It's really funny. That was pretty awesome. Um. So yeah, his first date's kind of lame. Craig's first date is a softball game. He's yeah. a coach for a softball team, and like his date's funny because every mom, every single one, wants to fuck him. Yes, every single one, and it's he's so, a good looking dude. He he's, is a good looking dude. dude, and he's he is a single a dad. But he should be your age, so yes, he should be the, the exact same age because yeah. we were in college together, but at least close to it. He acts way younger than you. Yeah, he's totally a bro. Like yeah. every, like literally, whatever you picture when you picture a bro, he's a bro. Yeah. So you go to a softball game, then afterward, afterward you go to basically Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> uh, the, basically, it's like some kind of 
Chuck E. Cheese Orient kind of place, but you go there and there's a pinball machine and Amanda's playing and this woman kept coming up to you to ask questions about Craig. Oh, jeez. And she's like leaning on the pinball machine and Amanda's like, lady, if you fuck up my pinball game, I swear <laughs> to God. That's awesome. Because <laughs> yeah, she's trying to beat your score because you just yeah. scored a shit ton on pinball. Nice. So, yeah. The, and then uh, Craig ends up taking you somewhere else because you abandoned that. I don't remember where he ends up get, taking you. I think you just go outside and throw a ball around. Okay. I think so. If I remember right, you're just throwing a softball back and forth because the moms can take it from there watching all the kids. Okay. And then he's got twins and a baby. Was it the second date with him then that you work out with him and then you and go you out to brunch? brunch? And you what? You go out to brunch or whatever. Like he takes you out to eat or something after that? Uh, no, so that's not a date. That's a... um. That's just a get-together. Yeah, that's just one of those random things that happens to oh, get you okay. interested in other people. Okay. Um, his second date's fucking awesome. It's like a detective date. Oh, okay. You're trying to find out where this stuffed animal is, and it turns out that Joseph's twins has it, oh, have geez. it, and they're cutting off its limbs. Oh, yep. I, I do remember yeah. hearing about that, because that also has to deal with the... <laughs> yeah, Joseph's kids are fucking creepy as yes. shit. So, yeah, so Craig's fun. Damien was actually way more fun than I thought he would be. I was creeped out okay. by him originally because you go into the mall and you see him and he's like, I'll have you know here, sir. I purchased this and it's not this. And he's yeah, like, he all was pissed like, off. This was supposed to be a Victorian thing. And this isn't Victorian. It's yeah, who knows? Middle Eastern European yeah, or something like it, that. And it's like, he was all kinds of pissed oh, off. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And he sends, he like, when you message on dad book, his is the best because it says, Pose is 67, or it says your name, and then says, I am delighted that you have taken the time to correspond with me. It's like the <laughs> funny, like he does a great long message, and on, for the second date, he sends you a real letter. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> okay. Um, so your first date is you go over to his house for tea. Yes. And just hang out in his garden, and then that thing happens with the cask of uh, Amontillado. Amontillado, again, Edgar Allan Poe poem, Lucian's doing it to Ernest because mm, yes. Ernest is a dumb fuck. <laughs> and Lucian was like, he let me do it for 20 minutes before he fucking noticed. He's like, maybe it was the cackling. I'm like, maybe you should have noticed that he's putting bricks around you, you fucker. That's awesome. So on the date, you just go over to his house and he's uh, a little creepy, but he's fun. Um, you have a little mini game where you break a statue and you have to put it back together. Okay. So gargoyle statue, whatever. You go to the school, you get the kid, you drive them both home and you can tell him like he handles the situation really well. Damien's a really good dad. Nice. Um, instead of yelling at him, he's like, son, I don't want you to go to counseling for this again. What I want you to do is think about it. It's not a good thing to do. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about getting you a summer job because I know how you want to buy a car. Lucian is a piece of shit, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he is a piece of shit because he gave, sold you oregano and told you it was pot. I know, it's <laughs> but But the way Damien handled that situation was no, really... No, that does sound great. Yeah, it was really a, a good situation. I like that a lot. Uh, and then there's Robert. Robert is like this like fucking insane outcast kind of guy. He's, you don't know what's true about his life and what's fake. He's like the Dean Winchester <laughs> yeah, yeah. of Supernatural. Like yeah. He's just that gruffy... like. It's mysterious, like brooding. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm, so cool. I drink whiskey. And yep. I drive a motorcycle and an old truck. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Him in a nutshell. His first date's fun, though. You go out with him and Mary. Yes. And uh, you ditch Mary after a little while because she's spooning with some guy trying to get some, <laughs> trying to get some dr free drinks. Alcohol whore of the life. <laughs> yep. True. True story, though. And. So you go out with him, you have a good time, he doesn't proposition you again. 
Mm. So th this time it's more like normal. But when you first message him, he takes like 10 hours to get back to you. Oh, wow. Because like you message him and then it's nighttime and he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm outside right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and he's like a, a social outcast. He believes in cryptids too. Yes. He's and a big cryptid guy. He has a tattoo of this symbol on his hand and at the barbecue you see it and you bring it up and you're like, what's that tattoo? And he's like, nothing. Hides it and then never talks about it again. Yeah, he just and it's probably nothing because he just makes no, everything. No, it's definitely something. Oh, is it something? Yes, I will okay. let you know later. Well, <laughs> uh, he's like, he's a weird guy because everything he says is like. There's a true. reason that he's a weird guy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's all the first dates for the dads. There. Then I think my favorite ones were Matt's and uh, Damien's, honestly, because okay. both of them were just fun. Um. So we'll do Matt, Damien, and then talk about Robert's second date, okay. too, um, because that deals with the uh, secret story, oh, too. Let's talk about Joseph's, too, just because okay. Joseph's was funny. Um, so Matt's second date, go ahead with Matt's. All right, we'll do, we'll do Matt, Joseph, and Robert's then. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. So Matt's second date, um, he takes you to a vinyl shop. He's talking about going to buy vinyls. He goes there like once a week. This is Vinyl Fantasy Set. Yes. Um... And this is where you learn about his open mic too. He has like a, a monthly open mic show. Yes. At his coffee shop. He owns a coffee shop if we didn't say that already. Yes. The Coffee Spoon. Yes. It was named after that because of a poem that he liked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you go to this vinyl shop with him. You're talking about kind of music. He gives you like this little questionnaire of just like a bunch of just random questions. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, uh, this is a perfect band the, for the, you. My favorite question was the one where he was like, uh, um, what is your greatest fear? And you could say that I'm the only real person in reality and all of you were made up by my mind. <laughs> yeah, that was so... <laughs> I, was like, I love that shit. one too because I was dark as fuck. Yeah. I picked that one because of how dark it was. I was like, was pretty fucking oh, dark. shit. <laughs> like that, and I was really high when I was playing that, yeah. that episode. So like that one was like, You're this like, is dark. This, this is what it is. <laughs> this is dark. I don't want to think about that right now. I'm too, yep. I'm too paranoid right now. <laughs> So yeah, if you were a milkshake. What milkshake <laughs> would you be in? I think I chose oh, strawberry. Oh yeah, I forgot what kind of milkshake I said. It was, it was vanilla, good. strawberry, cookie dough. Oh, I said cookies and cream. Cookies yep. and creams. And then what was the last one? Um, mint. No, it was a a stupid one. Like you could always oh, do it was a the dumb pistachio one, wasn't it? I don't remember. It was always like a dumb answer for the last. Yeah. One. So it was like a pistachio fuckface. Like it's <laughs> yeah. Like so yeah, um, he gives you all this questionnaire. He uh, gets a band that he thinks you would like. Um, you buy that vinyl. He buys like three or four. Then um, you're talking about like bands you used to like and things like that. You talk about being in a ska band. He talks about being in a band a little bit. Um, and then yeah, you were in the Communist Manifesto. Yes, <laughs> which is a great name. <laughs> it's just so fucking stupid. Um, in high school, I might have. Yes. It was a seven-piece ska band. Yeah, each one went their separate way to do solo careers. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, you're you're doing that, and then he starts talking to you a little bit about like wanting to go listen to him, and he's like, yeah. "Man, I used to love like smoking weed and listening to stuff." And he's like, "Oh, uh, I don't know how you feel," and he's like, "I haven't smoked in like twenty years," and you're like, "I haven't smoked in like twenty years," and I felt not hard to believe. <laughs> then you get the option to say like. I wonder if we can get find some. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, uh, well, he asks you, like, do you want to smoke pot? Oh, yeah. And you can say, uh, no, not a drug addict. Or you can say, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I said, fuck yeah, bro, because mm-hmm. I was already had at the time. And then he starts texting some people. And then uh, he's like, oh, uh, the girl from the vinyl shop. Well, actually, know someone we can get weed from. We'll yep. meet him in the alley at like ten o'clock or whatever, which turns out to be Lucian. Yeah, Damien's. It's, son. it's either Lucian or Lucian. I couldn't decide on it. I thought it was Lucian just because, um, like, Lucian's a very popular vampire. Yeah, but I I thought it was Lucian just because it's Damien. It could be. So it could, either one. It could either honestly yeah. be either one, and it doesn't really matter. No, but yeah, it doesn't he really matter. he sells you pot. And it's great because he asks you how much you want, and you say one. one. <laughs> I love this part because you say, "Yeah, you say one," and he's like, "One what?" He's like, "One pot." One pot. And then he's like, "Matt, how much do you want?" And Matt's like, "One." <laughs> yeah. And you have some options here. I messed up here big time. I yeah. kept picking the wrong stuff. I did. I too. said something about nug. I'm pretty sure. And then he asked oh, okay. you to, like, you could impress him with your pot lingo because he's like, how do I know you're not the feds? Yeah. And uh, you, you say weed is not actually illegal because <laughs> you had said that earlier and Matt said weed isn't actually illegal in the States anymore. Yeah. But you can talk about use your pot lingo to impress him and you're really bad with it. <laughs> it's really funny. But Matt doesn't like it if you do that. The one thing that Matt liked that I didn't do in that scenario was picking, because the one other option was uh, cite the destruction of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that was the right answer. To oh, pick. weird. And I was like, oh, okay. I think it was a band oh. that you were quoting or something. Probably. Or um, a pun of some kind. Yeah. He loves puns. But yeah, he ends up, he's like, just give me $10 and I'll give you this baggie. You take the baggie and you open it up and you're like, ah, that smells... Great, and uh, you go back to Matt's place, and he starts rolling it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, well, you stop at the gas station first. And you get to rolling get papers rolling and, and snacks and soda, and then he starts rolling it up, and you start talking about music and your love of music, and he tells you that, and he's got like posters of him and like a band, and so yep. you're like, oh, you were in a band, blah blah blah, and you tell he tells you that he was in a band with his wife. Yep. And that's when he stopped playing. Or you, when his wife died. Yeah. So you kind of gather kinda that piece information it together. Yeah. Because you piece it together after the third day, but you knew. Yeah, I definitely figured it out during that day because I was like, "Oh, you haven't played in a long time," and "Oh, you haven't done this," yep. and "Oh, yep, it's probably when your wife died." But yep. uh, you start to smoke it, and you're like, "Ah, oh, this is what weed feels like. It doesn't really taste or anything." And then he takes a puff, and. Uh, He's, He's like, like this is, wait a second. This and is then, oregano. <laughs> well, he takes another puff and then says, yep, it's oregano. <laughs> so that little bitch-ass Lucian. Yep. Fucked Lucian. you. That's the second fucked time you he, is he's fucked you over. Because remember when you went to the school, you had to meet yep. with the teacher. And he said it was over in this area. And then that's not where the And he said was. it was upstairs. Yeah. And you were right. He was standing right next to the teacher's uh, yep. uh, classroom. Fucking Hugo's. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Little fucking dick, Lucian. So yeah, Lu- Lucian, Lucian get, did that. You convince Matt, like this is where you have an option. You can play some and you're like, like rock them out with your famous ska material yeah. and you start playing Deep Purple Smoke on the Water yeah. instead. <laughs> like, that's all I remembered how to play. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, yeah, you ask Matt to play and he says, no, nah, man, I don't play music anymore. And then you can either push it or drop it. Yeah. And if you push it, he likes that. If you drop it, he doesn't like that. Yeah, and if you push it once, he likes it. And then I didn't give you the option to push it again, and I didn't push it again. Yeah, 
because I was like, oh, he probably just doesn't want to play because of his wife. Like, I'm going to respect that. Yeah. And I don't want to push him because I really like this guy. I definitely want to keep dating him. I'm not going to be a dick. But apparently, if you do push him one more time, yeah, he actually get, does play for yeah, you. Yeah, he does. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> yes, and I pushed him both times, and I got him to play, and then eventually your character says, okay, I don't want to ask him too much. I'll drop it now. Yeah. So... So then, yeah, that's pretty much it for that date. You walk home and you promise never to tell anyone that you smoked oregano. Yep. So, and then you go home and your daughter's like, what smells like pizza? <laughs> and you're like, what? Nothing. No? Nothing? <laughs> Shut up. And <laughs> then that's where you get the dad pun. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, uh, who do we say? Joseph. Yes. So Joseph's second date, actually, he almost redeemed himself for me. Oh, okay. So this one, he asks you to be a chaperone. Again, it's just a fucking, like... problem with these dates is some of them just turn out to be fucking work. Yeah. And he asks you to be a chaperone for a uh, youth dance. Oh, okay. So you go to the dance, and there's no one there, and you see that on the on the poster it says, Jesus is coming, so oh, yeah. U-M-I-N-G. And he's like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> but uh, Amanda's with you, and she's like, yep, that's definitely really bad. Yeah. So you go, and you fix it, and you say, calming. Um, then... No one's dancing. Like, no one wants to party with you. So you get Joseph and you two start dancing together. Oh, wow. And you can do an assortment of different things. Okay. To get the kids excited. And if you get them excited, they'll all come dancing with you. Oh, nice. So it was actually a a lot of fun to do that. That was uh, pretty fun. And then you, in your first date, he talks about, like, sometimes I just wish you could go to Margaritaville and just stay on a beach and drink margaritas and be fine. Like, life should be a Jimmy Buffett song. Yep. And uh, so he takes you downstairs to his office, and it's he made Margaritaville for you guys. There's two lawn chairs in there and margaritas <laughs> in there, and it's, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I thought that was really – I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty neat. That sounds like a cute date idea, yeah. actually. <laughs> so then after this date, if you go out, Mary's like, hey, homewrecker. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, I just hung out with him. <laughs> just like, I didn't even fuck him. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. So, but the date ends up actually being pretty cool for that reason. Nice. So he did have a cool second date. I did like it a lot. But all right. So then Robert's second date. Yes. Robert's second date is <laughs> fucking weird. So he, you text him in the morning. Yeah. Doesn't get back to you. Amanda's having a rough day, so you make her a pie. Like your whole day, the first part of this date is you doing stuff for Amanda. <laughs> okay. And then at night he's. You go to bed and you start hearing dings on your computer and it's like, hey, I'm outside. I'm outside right now. Come outside right now before I start honking my horn. I'm outside. And then you wake up and you're like, what the fuck? And you go, you put on your going outside pants and you go out and he's like, let's go somewhere. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess we're going somewhere. And he drives onto the highway and you're like, this is where I die. This is where I'm going to die. I didn't ask if you were an axe murderer. Yep. So Fuck. then he takes you up to like a almost like a lookout. Yeah, like, you can like see a lookout whole, point. One yeah. of those like makeout points in most movies. Yeah. So you go out there and you're just hanging out, and he hands you a knife and he hands you wood, and he's like, "Go ahead and just whittle," because he pulls out a knife and you're like, "He's gonna stab me. He's gonna stab me." <laughs> and then he's like, "Did you think I was gonna stab you?" And you're like, "No." And then in your mind, you're like, "Yes." <laughs> And he hands you a knife, and you guys start whittling together. Um, and you have to remember, like, on, on Robert's stuff, he says some of the best things in life is just being quiet and taking in what's around you. Yeah. So if you talk a lot, if you try to small talk Robert, you will lose points. Yeah. So I never lost points with Robert. Nice. Yeah, he was like, he would have been like a perfect ending for me if I chose him. Nice. I don't know if there is a perfect ending for these guys, but if there was like an absolute perfect ending, Robert would have been mine. Nice. Um, 
But at the end of the date, he's like uh, telling you about the Dover ghost. Yes. And then you uh, see something in the distance because he tells you that he saw it. And you can either call him on it or tell him you believe him or something. And then you see out in the distance something and you're like, uh, let's get back in the fucking car and you start driving. Then you have the option to either say, um, because he starts getting a little deep with you. And you can say, well, we can go back to the ghost and end it all right now. And I said that. And I thought he hated it. And then it turned out that's his best option. Oh, wow. (laughs) I was like, what? But you get a knife from this. That's why we yes. brought up this second date. But he was my... And the Dover Ghost. There's, yeah. I needed you to bring up the Dover Ghost okay. as well. That's also important the, to the The story. Dover Ghost. Okay, so then let's talk about Matt's third date. All right, so Matt's third date um, is the uh, open mic night at his shop. Yep. And so you're going there. The uh, Hold on, you start out this date... Yes. Wearing sandals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love this. So <laughs> it's so good. Right, why did I almost forget about the sandal part right, of this? So oh. you're, you're starting out trying to get dressed, and Amanda comes to your door and says, Dad, what are you wearing? And you are not wearing those. sandals. And like, and she wants you to, she says, uh, he says, what are you, the fashion police? And she's like, yep. And those are going directly into the evidence locker. <laughs> and then you're like, what's the evidence? And she's like, the trash. <laughs> it's just it's so good. So you bring your sandals to the trash and, or you can like fight her on yeah. it or you can agree with her. I was like, fine, fine. You probably uh, knows what she's doing. That's exactly what I did. So then you, you can bring the sandals to the trash. You can say something. I <laughs> You'll think, ask advice. Yeah. So I don't remember what I said. I think uh, I won't be the same man without you is what I chose. Oh, I chose uh, talking about the the amount of service they did for me. Okay. (laughs) Some heroes don't wear capes. (laughs) And so when he's dropping into the trash, he's like, we've been through a lot of things. (laughs) You know, if the the poem, A Footprints in the Sand, was an actual item, it would have been you, Sandals. (laughs) So the the third one was my favorite because it's like some heroes don't wear capes. They have Velcro. (laughs) That's awesome. It was really funny. Seriously, no matter which choice you chose, it was fucking funny almost every time. The second choice was a little funny, but the third one was just my favorite one. Yeah. Because I ended up looking them all up. I was like, oh, these are so fucking good. Yeah. Um, So then you go to the the, 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 the coffee shop. Coffee coffee shop. Um, so yes, you're at the coffee shop and, uh, everyone's getting ready. Pablo is there immediately. You're talking to Pablo. Hugo and Damien are there. Yes. Um, you introduced Pablo to Amanda. Um, uh, you introduced him before. I hadn't. This was oh, the first okay. time Pablo So and Amanda like, it other. was one of the extra stuff that I had on, oh, okay. on the side was Pablo came in and then Amanda said that which music sucked. Or which house music sucked. That was at that date, right then. So for me, it happened way earlier. Oh, okay. So literally, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. you're right. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Um. So it happened way earlier, and it's important because uh, Damien asked what it is, and you're like, Amanda says it sucks. <laughs> so. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was early because of that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, everyone's there. You're meeting. You're talking to all these people. You wonder where Matt's at. Matt's in the back. Um, he's getting stuff ready. Uh, you find out that Pablo and the Vacant Veil are actually playing. Yep. At the so show. Vacant Veal, Veal or Veil is just this. Uh, it's like a a DJ almost. He's yeah. a DJ doing like 
he weird... puts sounds together and sings. Yeah, no, well, no, sometimes. no. He just puts sounds together. He's just a DJ. I thought it was a full band. I thought he was like a punk rocker, and Witch House music was like a punk band. I thought it was gonna be like one of those saw bands, like oh. one of those weird. Yeah, like... but it turned out it was just him as a DJ, and he mm. actually had a big following. Yeah, yeah, his show was actually pretty good, apparently. And everyone said the music was actually like really catchy yeah. and stuff, and. But uh, Pablo and Matt are in the back talking, and they're yep. just like going over the list of people, and you offer to help, and he's like, "No, no, no, we got it." And they go over the list, and it's uh, Vacant Veal, the girl from the record store. She had her band, I can't, the third something or the three something, the three tones or something. I, like I don't that. remember. But uh, then it's um, uh, uh, shoot, I don't remember the third one. Wasn't it the Magic Act? No, it was someone singular. I thought. I don't remember. Anyway, there's a third one, and then there's a magic act, and then uh, spoken word poems, and then the final, the piece of resistance. Was supposed to be that 17-piece trash band that opened up for Pup. Yeah, and then he was like, no, 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 they're not playing here. They didn't pay their bill last time. They lit their bases on fire, and the fire marshal shut us down. (laughs) Yeah, like... You could have just said they didn't pay you for all the drinks. I would have been like, fuck that band. Seriously. Get them out of here. And so, uh, yeah, so... He tells them no, and they're like, well, we got to fill the spot. If we, we can't just tell them no, what are we going to do? And so you get the option to say you, whether you want to push Matt and say you should do it because you used to play yeah. or you can offer to play. Yeah, so and if you push Matt to do it, he doesn't like that. Nope, he doesn't. Well, he was... told you he didn't like the anxiety of being yeah, around people. I know. That's why I was like, I'll do it. And then I love the little monologue you do if you oh, say, yes. I'll do it. It's like, what am I doing? I shouldn't do this. No, it'll be great. So you get those same monologues if you do it, if you push him. Because okay. if you push him, he's like, no, no, I can't. And he gets all upset. But then you get the option again to be like, I'll do it. Yeah. So you get those same monologues. Even if you try to push him at first. It's so funny. He's, um, you're just freaking out. It's so Yeah, and funny. you're like, what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to play. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I don't know what, the, what I'm going to do. And you start freaking out. And Matt's like, are you really going to do this? And he's like, wow, that's so like awesome of you. Yeah. And can't believe you're going to do it. And you're just sitting there nervous the entire time. And then you go up to him, man, and you're like, so I'm playing tonight. And she's <laughs> like, no. Father, no. <laughs> <laughs> she did not like that. <laughs> And so, yeah, they start the show. Everyone um, does fairly decent, and then you come up. Uh, Matt's obviously, like, nervous after every single thing. My favorite was he was reading from his hand that he wrote his stuff on. Yes. And he's like, <laughs> what did he say? He mistook two words. Oh, what were those I don't, I don't remember what, but it smudged on his hand. And he's like, no, I meant to say this. Sorry, the sweat from my hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating profusely, so the ink is uh, rubbing. I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. Uh, here's the next act. <laughs> yeah, this is funny, actually. So then you get up there, and literally they're playing like you are moving your mouse and the the movement buttons on the right yeah. or left side to play the piano, and you're playing terribly. Yes. And there's lyrics on the screen that you can sing along to, and you're singing the Ska Trek Enterprise or "Beam Me Up, Scotty." Beam Me Up, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. It's so. It was so fucking funny. It I was, loved it. It was so it was, bad. And you. Can saying the Scott Trek Enterprise and it just made me laugh. Yes. And then um, after that everyone's kind of like meh about your music. Yeah. They're not hating they're, it but one they're not One person is it. clapping and it's probably Amanda. 
And so then Matt actually gets up and he starts playing. He's playing with, with the you. guitar. Yeah. And he does a great job. No, everyone loved it. Everyone's like, holy shit, he's he, playing again. He played and some stuff from a solo. Yep. Uh, and then he... He ended up playing three songs? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So then he's like saying bye to everyone after the show and you're talking to people and people saying how great you and Matt were and blah, blah, blah. And afterwards you go up to Matt and Matt's like, I just got to do something. And he kisses you. Yep. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mixed single. Miss signal, bro. <laughs> I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> right. So he kisses you and you kiss him back and you like talk about it and blah, blah, blah. And so we won't talk about the last part yet. We'll go into yeah. Joseph's thing. So we're going to the secret yes, ending now? Yes, go for okay. it. So when this game was first made, they had planned to have this cult ending for Joseph. And it wasn't going to be a secret ending at all. It was just going to be the ending for Joe's final date. Yeah. And what happened was is they decided to go against it, but it was still in the code. When people got a hold of this game, just like every crazy gamer does they go through the entire code and they're like what all is in here that was taken out so they find all the pieces and they found a way to actually make the this hidden level level 18 was what it was called um that was part of the game and taken out so they actually recreated it and posted it um i forgot what the guy's name it's something panda is the guy's name manda panda no (laughs) I don't remember the guy's name, but he, uh, he's the famous one for it. If you look up Secret Cold Ending, it'll, you'll, be, you'll see his video first. It's got over 3 million views for yeah. it. Um, but he's talking about that, and he shows it. But they actually then decided that because of how big of a following that video got and how viral that video went, they decided to patch in the secret ending. Nice. And to do the secret ending, you had to... At the beginning of the game where you make your daddy, you had to make your daddy look a certain way. You had to pick exact certain items and make him look an exact way. Hmm. And then you had to name him Jimmy Buffett. And when you typed in the last letter for Buffett, the music changed to dark and ominous tones. Oh. And then it shifted things entirely. And apparently if, and I think I didn't, wasn't able to do this because I never went on the Robert dates. So I think if I do the Robert dates, I'll be able to get this. Yeah. Um, but then it'll pop up with a menu saying, welcome to Marguerite, the real Margaritaville. Hmm. And it'll say, if you haven't played the game, we'll let you play the game fully until this point. Or if you've played the game already, you can skip to the end oh, third cool. date of Joseph. And so you can do that, and obviously, if you play the game already, you can just pick to go ahead and go to the ending. So if you go to the head to the ending, you go on the third date with Joseph. Which in the third date with Joseph, you go out on his yacht. Um, he's fully deciding that he's going to break up with his wife, and because she's a whore. Yes, she's an alcoholic whore. Um, so he takes you out on his yacht, and you sleep together on his yacht. Nice and. You wake up, I think, back at your place in the re- in the regular version, but in the secret cult version, you sleep with them on the yacht, and then you wake up tied up in a dungeon with cult symbols everywhere. And that cult symbol that you see was the tattoo that Robert has on his hand. Oh, damn. And you're like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden you hear someone talking to you, and then um, walks in... It's Joseph wearing all black robes, yeah. 
And, and his kids are, like we said, creepy as fuck. So this all makes sense. Uh, well, they're actually demons. Oh. <laughs> they're, Interesting. They're actually just vessels for um, him and the dark deity that he's trying to bring to life. Interesting. <laughs> so they're not actually human kids. Okay. Always good. Uh, yes. And they actually show that they have black eyes once you see them in the dungeon. Yeah. Um. But so Joseph then starts talking to you about um, everything. He's like, and at first you're like, is this a sex thing? I don't want to be a part of this. Is this a sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's so funny. You think this is a sex thing. This is totally a sex thing. He's like, I'm a man of the cloth for sure, but a different cloth than everyone thinks I am. Oh. <laughs> and so he talks about how his entire family for generation has been um, feeding in daddies. Yes, luring in daddies and feeding off of their darkest fears and depression and stuff like that. And so what he does is he is actively set out to kill or break up every daddy that lives in that cul-de-sac and give them opportunities to get a house in that cul-de-sac and bring them in, hang out with them for a great amount of time get to a point where he can sleep with them, take them out to the yacht, bring them down to the dungeon, and then do this. So exactly what you did. (laughs) Yes. So he's been doing this, and your house is one of the main houses that he actually kills the daddies for. Oh. (laughs) Nice. And there's all these secret tunnels underneath all the houses with secret entrances into all the houses. And you, so you find out, like, you're, like, thinking, like, Oh wait! Like all this weird shit and dungeon shit and creepy shit and demon shit. Like, you know, like about the Dover Ghost. And he's like, I am the Dover Ghost. Oh, (laughs) I used to scare the shit out of Robert all the time (laughs) and and stuff like that. And I think Robert was actually taken down here. Oh, I forgot to mention that before the date too. So before you actually go onto the yacht in the secret ending, Robert stops you. Oh. He actually, like, stops you on the dock. He's like, you don't want to go up there. Joseph isn't always what he seems. You think you're just going to go out, have a great vacation on a yacht, sleep with him, do all this great stuff, and it's going to be all frou-frou and happiness? He's like, it's not going to be. It's not how it actually is. Trust me, I know. And then, so you can decide to go on the date or not. And if you go on the date, obviously, you sleep with him, and you ain't going to come to the dungeon. But yeah, Robert actually tries to warn you, and I think that's why he has the cult symbol on yeah. his hand is because he's been through this situation, but he survived. Oh, weird. Um, so yeah, then you start talking and you start like thinking in your head, and this game does a really good job when you're having like thoughts in your head that it changes the text box yeah. to be like an eternal thing. And he's reading your mind the entire time. So every oh. time you try thinking different things, he's like, why would you think about her? <laughs> or why would you think, oh, what about the wife and kids? Who cares about that alcoholic, horrible wife? And who cares about the, those kids? Those aren't really kids. They're demons. And yeah, all this stuff. And it's just crazy and funny. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on? But then um, Mary comes in uh, after he leaves you for a second because the kids come in like father i'm hungry father when are we gonna feast on him and stuff like that and so then mary comes in and she's like i'm so sorry this is happening to you 
I hate that we've done this more times and time again, and that's why she's an alcoholic because she's been she's knowing that this yeah. has been happening, and so she decides the conscience is getting too great, so she tries to help you out, and she lets you escape out of the shackles and stuff. Yeah, like, unties you, and then you start running because you start hearing Joseph's voice and you start hearing the kid's voice, and. It describes you as running and running and running, and the rooms get smaller, then bigger, then smaller, then you're crawling, then your things, then your feet are bruised, they're bleeding, they're like almost broken, they're mangled, all of your clothes are tattered and worn, and you're like, I'm so dehydrated and hungry, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's been hours or days or weeks or maybe even a month that you've been running in this dungeon. Yeah. And then you mad, like, you pass out and you wake up in your bed. Uh-huh. And Amanda starts talking to you. Oh. And then you start, like, asking Amanda a bunch of questions. And Amanda seems a little off on the dialogue. You're like, yeah. these aren't as funny as things as she normally says. Yeah. And so then you ask her, you can ask her, when's your birthday? <laughs> Dad, you forgot my birthday again? Like, really? Why, why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And then you start, like, keep on asking yeah. questions like, and stuff. When's your fucking birthday? And then he's like, how'd you know it was me? And her eyes turned black. Oh. And so he's actually like messing with you mentally and like making visions and Jesus. like fully like this is dark. Yeah, <laughs> he's extremely powerful. Nice. So then he, you wake up, or you open your eyes again. You're in, you're still in the dungeon. Yeah, you're tied up in the dungeon, and that's uh, when. But you are untied. So he's brought you back into the dungeon, but you're untied okay. at this moment. Um, you then remember that Robert gave you that knife. Mm-hmm from that second date and so you actually pull the knife out and try to stab him but he smacks the knife away yeah and he starts strangling you and he's like fine if we're gonna play this way i'll just kill you right now and then that's when uh man or not amanda mary mary comes in and stabs him yes um she's like take that i'm an alcoholic then he starts bleeding then the kids come to the dad and try helping him out and then you and mary walk out and run out yeah then you wake up two days later actually in your bed okay and uh amanda comes and talks to you and then you ask her the same questions she actually answers this time yeah and then mary comes in with a cop and the cop was supposed to be this there was a there's a spot the gallery where it has all the seven dads and there's an empty space. Yeah. And a lot of people think that empty space was supposed to be for this cop daddy. Because mm-hmm. uh, he said he's been watching you for a long time. He talks about his daughter a little bit. Yeah. He says that he kind of wants to keep the situation hush-hush. Like for Mary's sake and for his sake. And um, they're going to help you out and keep a watch on you yeah. and stuff like that. And um they said they can't find Joseph anywhere. They can't find his body. They don't know what happened to him. Nice. And then the cop kind of is like, hey, if you ever want to talk sometime, here's my number. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it makes sense that that cop was originally part of, like, the dating game. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. that So, and there's a whole thing. There's, like, videos that people made of, like, the whole lore of that secret ending explained. Yeah. And, like, what creepypasta it came from and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, all this other shit. And I was like, damn, this is crazy. Uh, yeah. Pretty good. Yes. Pretty good secret ending. Yes. So, then the ending of the game 
is Amanda's party day. So this yep. can go any of one of two ways for Amanda. Yeah. You can either have it where you're both appreciative of each other and you say you'll see each other as soon as you can, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Or you can have it where Amanda breaks up with you. Yeah. So Amanda can actually break up with you if you were too rough on her for decisions she made during yeah. this. So her friends at one point basically tell her that she's not part of the group anymore. Yeah. She's freaking out about it. And you can be stern with her and make her tell you what's wrong. But if you do that... Um, she hates you and she, resents you for it. She resents you for it, and a, a plethora of other options later on leads to her breaking yeah, up with you. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we didn't talk about in this video so far, just because we don't want to give everything away. And, yeah. like, there's a lot of things with Amanda that are just really awesome stuff that I think you guys would just love. To Honestly, see, the stuff with Amanda is probably one of my some of the yeah, favorite parts of the game. She's hilarious. Uh, so she comes over. For me, she came home from school. Or mm. from whatever she was doing, you made something for her. Uh, oh, you a bought cake. her? No, you bought her the entire Ice Road uh, Paranormal oh. Truckers DVD set, all nineteen <laughs> I, seasons. I love their TV yeah, they shows. They had a bunch of funny, funny TV shows. But uh, you bought her that, and she was super excited. And then uh, you ask her if she wants to throw the old pigskin around, and she says yes. Oh, and, I did something different. And you go outside, and it's a party. What happened at yours? Oh. Uh, did you not make her the cake that says I'm sorry and stuff? No, no, that was way earlier. Oh, okay. You're... That was way earlier. Well, I, did, I thought you were talking about that stuff No, too. no, no, no. Well, so that you, you do a bunch of stuff, yeah. again, around Amanda, but we're not going to go into too yeah, much yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we're at the but end. Yeah, you do the whole pig thing. Yeah, so you do the pig skin thing, and you go out, and it turns out you threw a surprise party for her, too. Graduation party. all of party. the people from the neighborhood. Yeah. All the dads and the All da- their daughters. daughters and, and none kids. of her friends from her school of her because age. they all hate her. Because they all hate her. Woo! <laughs> So then, uh, like I said, either you break up with her here or you're happy with her yeah. kind of deal. And and you, I was happy with her at the ending of mine. Yeah, I was happy at, with her at the ending of mine, too. And then you talk to all the dads, and depending on if you went on the dates or not, uh, mm-hmm. they actually say different things. Yep. So if he went on his Brian's second date, he'll be like, hey, we should go out swimming again. I can save you from drowning once more because he saves you from drowning on the second oh, okay. date. So, so just stuff like that. And uh, at the end of it, your choice dad will either break up with you or stay with you. And yeah. mine stayed with me. Matt stayed with me. And he broke up with me. Because he's I a tried bitch. I tried pushing for him to sing too much. Yep. So uh well, not enough and then too much. <laughs> yep, not enough and then too much. Yep. So Matt didn't break up with me. He just says, Hey, are we still on for dinner tonight with Carmen Sita and Amanda? And you're like, Hell yeah. Yeah, he says this he he says the dinner thing for me too, and then he's like, Hey, I know we've been having kind of fun these last couple of days or weeks or whatever it's been, um, but uh, I, I I care about you a lot and I, I want to keep being your friend, but I think that's all I want to be. I don't want to fuck you anymore. <laughs> and I was like, but Matt, <laughs> no, no I, you're the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I don't want to go with Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know. No, but yeah, so for me, Matt stayed together. It just depends. There's nothing after the credits either. There's no, no. cool credit song or anything like that. But it um, that's pretty much the I ending. guess you do get a special screenshot card yeah. if you got if if you actually got Matt to sing, you got a special screenshot where he was actually playing yeah. a guitar. I didn't get that oh, I got either. That. I didn't get him to, I didn't play a guitar with him. So. Oh, really? <laughs> I got, he played guitar with me at the third date, but I didn't get him to play on the second date. Oh, got you. And if you okay. got him to play on the second date, then you got that special nice. card. Nice, yeah. I got that card, and I got the one where Amanda's happy, too. So I got the Amanda happy yeah, card. Yeah, so if That's, you didn't... Yeah, I'm imagining if she broke up with you, you didn't get that card then. 
Yeah, I'm guessing you would. Yeah, so because I didn't get the mat cards. So. Yeah, so that's yeah, that makes sense. That that follows. Yeah, but yeah, but luckily you can save at any point in this game. So if you fuck up, like if you save before every day starts, I should have done that. Yeah, then you could just <laughs> go back. Uh, there's no real need. You kind of get a feel for it after the first yeah. couple of things said. You figure out who they are and what they'll like. So, or well, and if guess. you read their dad book accounts, you yeah. kind of get a glimpse of yeah. all the things they like too. And with the man, it's easy. Just don't be pushy. Yeah. So. All right, well, that was Dream Daddy. Wait. That was the story time. That was the story time, so here we go on... Worth, worth, or nah. It's fucking nah. This game's garbage. <laughs> shit. You're shit. Yeah, I am shit. And I'm shit no shit, this game is shit. <laughs> God damn it, no. <laughs> Don't listen to him. No, it's not. This yeah, game this game is fucking worth entirely. Yeah, I have to agree. Worth is probably what I'm going to go yeah. with. It's just, it's funny. It's... <laughs> You don't feel it does feel like a long time. I will say that it's one of those it games because you're reading on nonstop. Yeah. So it feels long, but that's only because the the, the point of the game isn't like these um, big moments yeah. where you get this cool cutscene or you're doing something on a controller that's occupying your yeah. time. You're really just staring and reading. So it can feel long, but the comedy in it is just on and fucking. Honestly, point. like if. You don't like playing these games, but you like watching like streamers and stuff. Yeah, watch one of us play this game, or watch your favorite streamer play this game. Yeah. I'm sure they've played it. Yeah. I know Markiplier has played it. PewDiePie has probably played it. Like all these yeah. guys have played it. So honestly, like you can find tons of gameplay for it. And honestly, we're we've we Scott's already posted a few. I'm gonna be posting a bunch. Markiplier probably went up and said, "Oh, oh I was a dad." Oh, 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 he talks all fucking weird because he's a fucking <laughs> lunatic. I love Matt. I, Markiplier. I, I don't like him. I just he's so he's funny at some points and then he pushes it too far. He does push it a little far sometimes. Every but time. He's a great singer. And his Doki Doki one, he did like a really funny thing for the first three names. He's like, I should be this name, this name, this name. Could have stopped right there. Nope. This name, this name, this name. Are you going to hear sick of hearing this shit? This name, this name, this name, this name. Like, And it just got so boring. I'm like, dude, yeah. you just got to fucking like not push it so far. You could have well, cut all just, of that extra that's stuff That's just out. not your part. Of, not your comedy. No, well, no. It was funny for the first three. But yeah. then after the next 25, it wasn't funny anymore. I mean, I've watched a lot of his playthroughs. Uh, Jen and I both really like his no, he's playthroughs. Just, he's good at making like shitty faces, and so, he's good at repeating I think the same thing. The thing over that's and over easy, again. the thing that's for me one of the reasons why I like him so much is the first streamer I started watching was PewDiePie. Yeah, and everyone's better than PewDiePie. <laughs> like I love PewDiePie, but oh, he's so annoying. Him. He's so annoying. And he gets way worse than Markiplier does. He doesn't like the Jews, so I don't watch him. He's anti-Semitic, I think. I, I don't That's why know. Dis Disney dropped him, I think, is because he made an anti-Semitic comment. I know, yeah. He Well, he also did something else. Yeah, he's, he's a giant piece of shit. If he's anti-Semitic, he's just a giant piece of shit. So, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy! I don't mind them. But anyway, this game, totally worth it. If you and Like you said, if you don't like uh, playing it, watch someone play it. Yeah. It's a good game to get the comedy out at the very least and hear oh, yeah. the story. Because the story is like really cool and the sweet moments are really sweet. The funny moments are really funny. Like it yeah. does, it, It's an A-plus game for sure. Oh, they did such a good job. Like, this is what I wanted Doki Doki to be. And then it wasn't. <laughs> I love Doki Doki. I so did much too, too, but I this is better than Doki Doki. Yes. I will. I will give it that. And just the ending of Doki Doki made me so upset, and then this one did not. So, well, yeah, Doki Doki is way more extreme. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll play that at some point. At some point. 
which we both already have played it, so we can just talk yep. about it and rewatch it. But yeah, I just that's pretty much all I have to say for this one. Yeah, A plus game, play it, watch it, do something with it. You guys will love it. Yes. Well, we appreciate everyone for listening and watching again. Uh, Check us out on all our little socials oh. to Proposer67 on YouTube, The Gooey Magoo on uh, Instagram or at The Gooey Magoo, uh, The Gooey Magoo on YouTube and at The Stephen McGee on TikTok. Yes. And we no. also- No more. That's it. <laughs> That's it? That's all we get? That's all we get. We did actually start a Facebook page. I'm going to be posting all of our video content on that. It's called Come Dumpsters Live. Please check <laughs> us out on Facebook. Come Dumpsters Live. With an at sign at the end and the beginning. Just look it up. You'll find it. Don't worry. And it's us. It's Soul of a Gamer Podcast. What? No, it's not. Is the name of our page. Um, you can find that on Facebook. It's got our logo on it with the podcast symbol. Um, I'm going to be posting all of our videos and I'm going to be posting other content on it. I'm going to be making more TikTok videos. Uh, I posted one actually for Ori the Blind Forest. I'll be posting one for Dream Daddy um, tomorrow when we actually put this video out. And then I'll also be posting videos. I'm going to get some questions from you guys for us to answer on our podcast. Yeah, I'm not answering questions. Yes. No. They asked you why you like playing video games. Well, we're not gonna do dumb questions. Why don't you shut the fuck up? We're not gonna do dumb questions. Let's only do the dumb questions. We're gonna do questions like- Let's only do the dumb questions, please. (laughs) Okay, we'll do some dumb questions just for you. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching and listening again. Yes. We will. Next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next week. What's next week's game? Subverse. Oh, yeah. It's hentai game. Hentai game. I'm so excited. I'm actually going to start that tonight. So So excited. I already started it. (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you later, guys. Bye. We love you. No, we don't. I do. No. Yes. No.